Day three, y'all. 15 straight. This is Red XC with Mike. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. We are working on one thing consecutively for 15 days. And uh, my one thing is attempting to get an episode out for 15 days straight. Today, we're jumping in. We're covering running momentum. Running momentum. I really want your feedback on things you're doing consecutively uh, through this challenge. I'd like to uh, hear about, uh, you know, maybe some progress you've seen, some ideas that have come to you as a result of doing it, uh, uh, lessons maybe you've learned or things you've been reminded of or uh, just things that have been put deep in your heart. I'm having fun doing these episodes. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for downloading them. If you have a moment to go to iTunes and subscribe to Red XC, that would be awesome. And you know, you know what I'm about to ask you next, guys. Please, would you leave a review? Um, Whether it's a written review or whether it's just with the one to five star rating, that would be awesome, 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 awesome. If you have a podcast that you, you're doing, please let me know about it. I'd love to subscribe to it, listen to it, and write reviews also. All right, here we go. Running momentum. What a cool word. Momentum. Momentum. Let's say it out loud together on the count of three, and then we'll say the word momentum. You ready? One, two, three. Momentum. Momentum. Uh, In sports, they call it the big mo, when a team takes a lead or when the game shifts in one team's favor. Someone will say momentum is on their side or big mo is on their side. Momentum. You know, what is momentum? Because when I think of it just off the cuff or in a shallow type, just trying to describe it way, momentum to me, it seems like when things are going your way, like with running. You can experience like running momentum when you go out for a run. It just seems easy peasy breezy. Like in the, it's just, it's just like it's 78 degrees outside. The sun is shining. There's a nice breeze. Um, Everything seems just flat or downhill. Like that just seems like momentum. Like things are going your way. Um, But Momentum is something that is so much deeper than that. And momentum is something that actually you and me as individuals, we create our own momentum. So, um, like, we can define momentum and there's a huge, like, scientific definition to, uh, like, what momentum is. Let me see. I've got it written down here. Let me read it for you. Momentum, it's defined as linear, uh, linear momentum is defined as the product of a system's mass multiplied by its velocity. So it's the product of a system's mass multiplied by its velocity. And there's actually a mathematical formula for momentum. You probably know it. It's the letter P equals MV. Uh, P equals MV. Momentum equals mass times velocity. Uh, 
velocity. So momentum equals mass times velocity. Now, if you're in a place where you can write something down and you're not driving, so don't do it driving now. Um, I think uh, if you can write that down, that'd be awesome. Write down, now they have a P, write down P equals, and then just do MV next to each other, MV. That's the way the formula reads. So um, momentum, that the letter P stands for momentum, equals, and then mass times velocity. And so in the mathematical definition, you get a flow of things going in a certain direction. You get linear movement when a object of mass is moving at a rate of speed. So depending on the size of the mass and depending on the rate of speed depend will will produce the uh, flow of momentum, whether it's a trickle momentum, whether it's a, a nominal momentum, or whether it's rapid momentum. And so uh, you take uh, you take like a bus, let's say like a school bus, and uh, it has momentum. It's cruising down an interstate, interstate. Well, it's because mass, the bus, is powered by an engine and gas that's going at a high rate of speed or velocity. And so it is hurtling down the interstate, headed south um, at 70 miles per hour that, at that momentum. And uh, it's, so it's going to get to its destination, depending on the amount of miles, divided by 70, you'll get its destination. And that's all a result of the momentum. And so I was thinking about running momentum, like how can running become something that um, is flowing in the direction I want it to flow? It's, it's, it's creating health in my life. It's creating wonderful, clear mental space. It provides an oasis of joy it is a platform of celebration. I mean, at times I feel like running is even a form of worshiping God, where it's like, God, thank you for this time. God, thank you for this body. God, thank you for this moment. And literally, you know, it's just, it creates this uh, rate of, of speed where you, your thoughts and your heart are centered on, you know, what God has given to you. And you're setting your affections on things above, not on things on the earth, even while you're doing an earthly activity. So momentum is so powerful, whether it's spiritual momentum, physical momentum, money momentum, relationship momentum. And there is a way for you and me to create our own momentum. So we're going to take this mathematical definition, P equals MV, and we're going to break it down in a different way. Uh, that I think is the formula, at least for how I'm trying to attempt to create uh, in my own life, running momentum, but spiritual momentum, uh, you know, podcast momentum, um, uh, money momentum, whatever it is. So the P, uh, of course, in the mathematical definition stands for momentum. And I want to take that P and for us, it's going to stand for passion passion. Putting, when you put passion into what you really believe in, it becomes a product of your life. Like 
you don't just do something to do something. You do something because you believe in it. And then, like we were talking about yesterday, you create patterns in your life that let you have the ability to simply attach yourself to it. And after a while, you're not just working out and running or eating healthy. It's become the passion of your life. So it's also now just a product of your everyday systems. Um, so you know what you're going to have for breakfast, lunch, dinner. You know what you're going to have for snacks, like uh, doing your workout, doing your run. It's just second nature because you, you've created You've created workout, running, healthy momentum in your life by putting passion into it and saying yes to certain things, saying no to other things, doing it on a daily basis, and you've created a whole environment that makes it natural for you to live out your passion. And so the first part of creating momentum is putting passion into whatever you're doing. I I read this story about uh, this world-renowned chess player. Uh, It was from Russia. And was asked, like, basically, you know, the question most people are asked if they've been great, whether it's an athlete or an actress or a chess player, you know, like, how did it all start for you? Where did the passion begin uh, for you? And it was really interesting, the, the answer this person gave. They said it began on the coffee table in our living room where my dad set out my, or my parents set out the, the chess set. And so this guy grew up in a house where chess, playing chess, or playing chess, yeah, was not just um, talked about, was not just thought about, but it was accessible. It was out in the middle of the living room on a coffee table. And he talked about how he played at night with his parents. And then it, they didn't go put the chess set away. The chess set always stayed out there so they could then pause a the game, come back to it. One chess set became two chess sets, became three chess sets. And the parents' passion led to an environment that produced playing chess that then got bred into the child's heart and it was accessible. So it osmosisly or interiorly, without even this guy knowing, just because chess was at his fingertips and part of his daily environment, it built a passion into it. I just find that so fascinating. Um, Now, on a negative side, we've created that in our modern world, probably without even thinking about it. We take a television set, right? We give it the greatest prominence in the living room. We structure all the furniture around it. And you know what happens is we create a passion for uh, entertainment and some form of escapism and it becomes, it's passed on to our kids because it's simply the product of the environment they're in. Um, I'm not saying I'm going to do it, but think about how powerful it is it would be to like put that television in a place that was not as accessible or if you put it away at night and had to pull it back out, it would not, it, it would not breed into our family or our kids that accessibility so there wouldn't be a natural passion because it's not a product of our environment. So back to creating momentum. Whatever you want 
to see move at a high rate of speed. It's got to become a passion in your life first. It has to become your passion. So for things in my life, it's got that that I want to see traction in. It's got to be a Mike passion. I can't depend on my wife for it. I can't depend on my kids for it. I can't depend on outside pressures or influences. It's got to be a me passion, and and your thing's got to be a you passion, and. Whatever it is, you've got to make it a product of your environment and what you're doing. Um, so, like, I hate to use myself as an example, but I just just do it because I don't have a ton to share. But, like, uh, doing this podcast, like, it has to be my passion. I'm the one who's got to put the time into it. I've got to make it part of a product of my environment. I can't depend on someone else doing it for me. If it's ever going to have any momentum, it's got to have passion. If you don't hear some passion in my voice, if if I'm not going to be passionate about showing up every day to do it for 15 days straight, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you get the idea. Well, the same for you. Uh, your, your thing may be like, cleaning your backyard. That's what you wanted to do for 15 days straight. Well, you got to put some passion into it. You got to put a little skip in your step, a little song in your heart. Uh, you got to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to make this fun. I'm going to make this, I'm going to make this accessible. I'm going to make this something that I can do every single day. I'm going to make it a product of just my environment. I'm going to make it very natural that I grab the shovel, that I grab the rake, that I get the hoe, whatever it is. And it's going to, I'm going to put it in a place where I can pick it up tomorrow. I'm going to put some passion into it. And so we create momentum when we put passion. But the cool thing is when you're relentless with yourself, you're the only one that can bring the passion. Now, it doesn't mean you can't get a book. It doesn't mean you can't get music, yada, yada, yada. But no one can make you do you. You got to do you. I got to do me. So therefore, we're also the only ones who can bring momentum into our life. I think of people trying to quit smoking, right? I can't imagine how difficult that would be. But I would think they would have to create unique, deep passion in their life in such a way that they then create an environment that is a smoke-free environment, smoke-free excuses. It's not accessible. They hold themselves accountable. They develop a great passion Uh, for being able to stop smoking. So they can do that. You can do it, but you got to create your own momentum. Okay, the P in our mathematical formula, sorry to go on so long, stands for passion. So we're going to create our own passion. And passion, this momentum we're going to create, it equals minutes times volume. Minutes times volume volume. So when we talk about minutes, we're talking about the work we put in to accomplish anything. In a sports analogy, it's practice time. It's just practice time. So if I say, like in our 15-day project thing, if my thing is to clean my garage and I'm like getting super passionate, oh, I can't wait to clean this garage. This garage is going to look great. I bought this broom to help me clean the garage. I've got, I've laid out a plan for cleaning this garage. I know where this desk is going to go and I know where these cabinets are going to go and I'm going to clean under here. I'm going to throw out this section right here. You've got all these ideas flowing, right? Now it's time to put the work in. 
the minutes in so that when you enter into cleaning that garage, as silly as this may sound, every minute's going to count. You know what you want the end result to be? You're going to put in time day in, day out for 15 days, right? In, in our illustration we're using. Well, you know, great musicians, they've had to have a passion. I don't want to rehearse the whole passion part, but a lot of times it's because it was a product of their environment and they learn they put passion into the practice, into the day in, day out, minute by minute practice. If I can give a little shout out to my daughter, Ashley, I'm a little biased, but I think she's a tremendous piano player. And it's so easy when I see her playing the piano or a keyboard, she can play the mandolin and other instruments. She played the flute. It's easy to be like, oh, she's very talented. And that's not true at all. Like, it sells short. Talent sells short. The passion that a person has put in to minute by minute by minute by minute practice. Any one of us can literally create momentum in any area if we will put passion into it, make it a product of our environment, and show up minute by minute by minute by minute by minute, making every minute count. If my daughter was going to practice for an hour, it's not about putting that hour of practice in. It's about putting 60 units of 60 seconds in. It's about taking every minute and making it productive and learning and stretching yourself and planning and holding yourself accountable in true practice, practice. You know, you take an exceptional athlete like the late Kobe Bryant, you know, it's easy to see his passion for the game. You probably have heard endless stories about his work ethic. So he put the minute by minute work ethic in. But now this last part, we go passion equals minute, minutes times volume. There's a difference between practice and games. Practice reps and game reps. So you take a Kobe Bryant who has a passion, right? Had a passion, right? Put the practice time in, day in, day out, minute in, minute out. Or my daughter with her with her um, piano, minute in, minute out, day in, day out, month in, month out. But you've got to multiply that now by by volumes, by games, by performances. It's one thing to work on a craft, to study a craft, to put practice into a craft, to read about a craft, to watch YouTube videos. And it is a completely different thing to then take those developed skills and put yourself out there in quote unquote game reps. Anybody can be a great practice shooter, but when the lights are on and the fans are screaming and the clock is winding down, what makes someone come through? What creates momentum that leads to success and ultimately winning? It's practice, yes, but it's practice times volume, game reps. So to finish the Kobe Bryant illustration or analogy, he was known as a volume shooter. Like he would literally take 30 to 40 shots a game. And it wasn't that he had a great shooting percentage every game. It's that he had such passion, such belief in himself 
because he knew the work he had put in. That if he went 0 for 20 and he's coming into the second half, guess guess who is still gonna shoot? He's gonna shoot. And you know what made him great? Was at some point he was gonna go four for four or five for five. You know what made him great? He could be 0 for 39, but if it's a last second shot, he believes it's gonna go in, he's taking the shot, and no doubt, if he's only going to make one shot the whole game, he will make that one shot be the game winner. And that is creating momentum. That happens because of passion and minute by minute by minute by minute practice times game reps. It's that massive preparation by the speed, the amount of times you've put yourself out there that creates wins or momentum in your life. You know, if you study the life of of a Truett Cathy. It's really interesting because he didn't start Chick-fil-A till he was 46 years old. Here's this guy, like to, for our purposes, like had this passion for a chicken sandwich on two slabs of bread with a pickle. And for years, he's honing that craft, but he's got this passion to make the dining experience a wonderful experience. And there's this really cool picture of Truett Cathy when Lyndon Johnson was running for president of the United States, he had a campaign stop through the Atlanta area. And there's this picture of Truett Cathy handing a Chick-fil-A sandwich to Lyndon Johnson's wife, Lady Bird Johnson. And that picture right there is like, reminds me of volume. Like, like Truett Cathy created his own momentum. He had a passion he practiced the craft of that chicken sandwich with a pickle and two slices of bread, but yet he put himself out there. He was willing time in, time out, trying to start a restaurant, trying to put his product out there, literally putting his chicken sandwich into the hands of the soon-to-be president's wife and totally open to rejection, totally open to it not being accepted, but yet putting himself out there time in, time out, time in, time out. There's a ton of stories about Truett Cathy where he would have uh, uh, tons of cards in his pants pockets that were a free Chick-fil-A sandwich. And whoever he met, wherever he was at, he was always handing these cards out. He could be on vacation pulling his RV in and uh, he'd begin to meet the people around him in the RV park or in the campsite and just be handing these cards out. What was he doing? He had a passion. He had already put all the prep time into it. He knew how good his product was, but he kept putting himself out there day in, day out, day in, day out. He created his own momentum that is now, he's in heaven, but it's a billion dollar industry. He created that momentum. I'm not saying it wasn't blessed by God. I wasn't saying, I'm not saying there hasn't been thousands of people that have helped with that vision, but he created that. And you know what? You and I are responsible to create our own momentum. I think of my wife, Jennifer, and she learned, uh, she learned QuickBooks on the fly. She learned it to help us out in the church ministry we were in. And she learned it by trial and error. And she has a passion for detail and for seeing a, a job accomplish. And she was just willing to, to take care of the books for the church uh, that we were ministering in. But yet she had to learn QuickBooks on the fly. I mean, you talk about the prep time, the videos she watched, the trial and error, the minute by minute, the countless hours, same time being a wife, a mother, uh, doing this voluntarily. And then putting herself out there, putting report out there after report out there, budget meeting after budget meeting. She was, she put a passion for details 
combined with a passion to serve the Lord, combined with a passion to get the job done. And she put in all the prep time. And then she put herself out there, willing for people to review it, whatever mistakes made, time in, time out. You know, she created her own momentum and that has now years later led her to um, and I say this humbly and she probably will hate me for saying it, but probably the most she's ever made monetarily, right? Not only that, but in the last year, two job offers to work remotely doing QuickBooks accounting work. Why? She created her own momentum. She followed this formula. Passion equals minutes times volume. Um, one more example, because it just happened this last week. We're, you know, we're in the middle of this COVID stuff and so masks and whatnot. And I saw someone at one of the pizza places I worked at had a, had a mask on. And I said to him, man, that's a nice mask. I like that. And she said to me, oh yeah, my, my aunt made the mask. I was like, cool. And she goes, hey, look it. And she showed me a picture of a mask that her aunt made that had the name of our pizza place on it, Jet's Pizza. And I was like, that looks really cool. She said, yeah, my, my aunt can make it for us if you want to. And I was like, sweet, let's do it. So we ordered 60 of these masks. I'm supposed masks, excuse me. I'm supposed to get them in Friday. Spent, you know, the store spent $300 for all the stores to get it. I think it's a really cool looking mask. I'm trusting it's going to be comfortable. I put the practice one. I felt the practice one, so it should be fine. So we, the company sends this check to this lady. Her name is Becky that made the masks. And, uh, she texted me and she was like, Hey, um, the check was made out to my company and she gave the company's name, but, um, the company didn't do the work. I did the work kind of as a side gig. And she goes, I'm just a mom making masks. And I thought to myself, as I read that text, I was like, no, you're, you're someone who has created money momentum in your life. You've taken a passion sewing. You've put in tons of prep time that I've never seen. And you've put yourself out there. I saw your your friend's mask. That's how I saw it. So you've put masks out there that has now led to more volume, more opportunity, and you're creating momentum in your life. I, I just find that like so inspiring and humbling because like in doing this podcast, and I'll end with this, you know what held me back for so long was putting myself out there. And I hate that. I hate the fact that that held me back. But I I say it for this reason, in case it's holding you back, like you have a passion for something. You've put a ton of prep into it. It oozes out of your veins. It pours out of your, uh, it just pours out of you like sweat, whatever it is you love, whether it's flowers or making uh, jelly, whether it's uh, cars, whether it's painting, I don't know what it is. There's so many things. It just oozes out of you. But maybe you're like me. You were afraid to put yourself out there, face rejection. But the only way to create momentum is you need not just practice time, you need game reps. So it's time to put yourself out there. Go create momentum. Running momentum, it's having a passion, it's putting the prep in. But it's also putting yourself out there. Hey, 
Thank you so much for listening. And ASICs, ASICs, if you're listening, I would love you to support this podcast. I love my ASICs running shoes. ASICs, I need you to make a pillow because my shoes, I want want a pillow like how my shoes feel. Soft. They hold me. It's comfortable. I can count on it. If you don't own a pair of ASICs running shoes, you're doing yourself a disservice. Go get you a pair of ASICs running shoes. ASICs, my friends in Irvine, California, if you're listening to this, would you please sponsor Red XC? Hey, thank you so much for listening. I want to hear your stories of of how you're creating momentum in your life and if you're being a part of this uh, 15 days straight. Hey, I'm out of here, but thank you for listening. And the only thing better than getting a run in today is getting in two. So go get it, y'all. See ya.